If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to Sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, we are back with some more fantasy rankings, and we are talking about our running backs. We're going to go through this one a little bit more quicker than our usual rankings, but it's all good. Still going to give you the names to succeed in your fantasy draft. So here at 25, this guy is a constant injury, but he's always great when he plays, and that's where he most are that's a the fact. number one back for the San Francisco 49ers. I feel like at this spot, 25, I feel like that's a fair spot to have him. At 24, Javante Williams. So the the new rookie running back in Denver, um, I feel like he's really going to end up winning over that backfield and carrying the load. 23, Travis Etienne. So I feel like he's going to be really great in those PPR formats. So those of you playing in full point, half point PPR, he's a great threat to, to James Spinner. So I definitely think you should consider that when you're drafting. At 22, we have Kareem Hunt, and I still think that he is a consistent threat out of that Browns backfield. Yeah. And he doesn't take anything away from Nick Chubb either, so you could feel confident having both of those guys. At 21, I have Chase Edmonds. You know, I really feel like he's going to end up continuing to shine in that Arizona backfield, even with James Conner there. At 20, I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So just continuing with these rankings, I feel like this is a fair spot to have him. I don't view him as much of a running threat mm-hmm. as, you know, a Jonathan Taylor or a J.K. Dobbins. But in the PPR format where he's catching four or five balls a game, he's someone extremely deadly. Next on my list at 19, Miles Sanders. So this is someone that I'm a little beware on. And we'll talk about that later on. But the Eagles scenario isn't too great and. I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. Devonta Smith's already hurt at practice, so we'll see how things happen there. 18, I got David Montgomery, and I really feel like the Bears can be in a good scenario or a horrible scenario, and we won't know until we actually see it. We don't know what's going to happen with Dalton. Hopefully, Fields turns out and, and is the guy that that we think he will be. 17, Lou, your guy, Chris Carson. Woo! Um Lou, I feel like you always end up having him on some sort of roster of yours. And he's good when he plays, but I also feel like, you know, he misses a good four to six to eight games every every single year, and it's just tough to have that at your number two back. At 16, I got Joe Mixon. I really feel like I've been saying, you know, oh, Joe Mixon's going to take the step, going to have the season, and now now or never, you know, really, Mm -hmm. especially with those Cincinnati Bengals. So let's see if it could be this year for Joe Mixon. Steve, I'm glad that you ended your your 16 with Joe Mixon because I got him here at 20. And I feel you. I mean, I, I've never been high on Joe Mixon, but every year in my fantasy leagues, everyone's like, who's going to pick Mixon? Mixon is still on the board. Well, how? Guy stinks. Guy stinks. At 19, I got Mike Davis, the new RB1 in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Mikey Davis, baby. I feel like he's going to be good. He'll help them in the red zone a lot. Big, you know, bulky running back. At 18, I got Miles Sanders. Again, if he can stay healthy. Like I said with Goddard, I think he's really one of the only bright spots in that offense, and I think he'll get a ton of reps. At 17, I got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire again. Not much of a threat, but when you're in the Chiefs offense, you're going to get yours no matter what position you're playing. And at 16, I got Kareem Hunt. Obviously, I would love to have him higher, but you know, with his situation, splitting carries with Chubb, just just can't do it, but still got to keep him in the top 20, Kareem Hunt. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. So at 15, a guy Steve's a little wary on, but I'll tell you why I like him. It's Miles Sanders. Think of this. He had his best game with Jalen Hurts there. They have 
minimal weapons, so they're going to have to run it. Mm-hmm. So I see it, honestly, like a spinner situation. True. They're going to be awful, and he's just going to get a ton of touches. Mm-hmm. But it all comes down to health at the end of the day. Especially with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially because he, he really does get hit, and he runs between the tackles. 14, J.K. Dobbins. I think it's a little low. I just, I don't know. I Not that I don't believe in him. I just want to see what direction the Ravens' offense takes because if they're ground and pound, He's good for, for like, a top five to top seven player. I mean, me and Steve were talking about him going in the second and third round. So he, he's definitely a sleeper in a way. 13, I have Akla. 12, I have Mixon. And you guys are right. It, it's make or break. It, it, it's it. This is the best chance he'll have to explode. And then at 11, I have uh, DeAndre Swift. Again, another bad team that's going to have to run the football. All right, at 15, Lou, we're just talking about Spinner. I have him here, James Robinson, at 15. 14, Kev. You're high on this dude. Najee. Najee Harris. That could be low. I honestly think that could be low. No, I mean, I'll be honest with you. He didn't He didn't make my rankings. But I told you, I, I very, very rarely, besides Kyle Pitts, I never put the, the, rookies. the rookies in the yeah. preseason fantasy rankings. I honestly feel like he could be a top 10 guy on this back. But while everyone's still healthy, I feel like that's really hard. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like 14 is really not a bad spot. No, not at all. 13, Antonio Gibson. I feel like last year was a great first year. And like I said, I'm expecting Washington to be good, and he'll be a big part of that. Next, Josh Jacobs. So this is a little bit lower on the rankings here for Josh Jacobs. But, you know, with having Kenyon Drake there and not really being able to seize the opportunity to have a RB1, 2, or 3 fantasy season, um, I feel like it's really going to get tough, and the injuries are starting to pile up with him. Mm-hmm. Next, Aaron Jones. And, you know, I feel like, Aaron Jones is a player that's like huge hit or huge miss. And last year, I mean, I felt like in the first three or four weeks, he was the best back in football. And then after that, it was like so hard to like trust him. Like seriously. And I feel like even though Jamal Williams won't be there this year, I think they're going to have A.J. Dillon have an extremely expanded role there. He's a big boy. No, absolutely. But I I feel like that scenario will, will extremely benefit, you know, Aaron Rodgers if that offense can pick up where they were last year. It's huge. And Zach Moss at number 10. Yeah, please. All right, at 15, I got David Montgomery. Again, just his role on the Bears and, and their ground and pound mentality. I feel like he's going to get a ton of touches. Not not so, not, I don't know about touchdowns, but a ton of touches. Oh, some touches? Uh, some touches, some touch. Kev doesn't touch. At 14, I got Chris Carson. Another guy I'm not super high on, but I just think that their offense has so many pieces to it that Russ just you know, tends to try to feed everybody's mouth. At 13, I got J.K. Dobbins, and I want to have him higher because I do think the Ravens have one of the best run games in the in the league. But I think just with their whole platoon attitude, it's hard to really nitpick which one's going to be, you know, good what week. You know what I mean? Between him, Gus Edwards, all of them. They, they all just split the touches, so it's hard to really put any of them the in the touches. top 10. The touches. At 12, this might be a hot take. Maybe not. I think they're trending in the right direction as a team. Got Antonio Gibson at uh at twelve. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? I think if he can, st- I really do. I think if he can stay healthy, he's another one who will get a ton of touches, <laughs> just because you know the, the the shape that that offense is in. And I think realistically, with a big three on the offense of Logan Thomas, Terry McLaren, and Antonio Gibson, like that's a that's a pretty good young core you got going there. You know what I mean? Now we just got to find a young quarterback to put. That's a lot of touches. It's a lot a lot of touches. And at eleven, I got Austin Eckler. Again, could be low, but I just think the 10 guys ahead of him, just their rules are already kind of established. Whereas Austin Eckler is still, I feel like he's still in like the post-Melvin Gordon era. Like, you know what I mean? Where he's like, I don't know, it's weird with Austin Eckler. I feel weird about uh, him, you know what I mean? 
But he's going to get a lot of touches. No, he will. He will. <laughs> We're all getting a lot of touches. All right, baby. So let's start at a 10. A guy I'm actually really high on, and I have no idea why, is uh, Najee Harris. I just think, again, the volume is there, and then a the, ton of touches. Kev does not touch. But I just think that with Big Ben being, as Kev says it, what do you say about him again? Big Ben? Yeah. He's awful. He's a dead arm. He's horrible. Okay, yeah, what he said. Uh, I just think they're going to have to run the football, and they were at their best when they were running it 20 to 30 times a game. Then 9, I have Aaron Jones. Again, it, it's tough. It's tough just because, I mean, where, like Steve said, is A.J. Dillon going to get touches? Rodgers is there, so, I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's going to be slinging it everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> At eight, I have Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I couldn't put him too high. I mean, Marlon Mack is back. I think we'll see a platoon. <laughs> Mar- you mean, you mean Marlon Wack? Yeah. Yeah. He touches. Um, and I just think it'll be tough. I think, like, last year we'll see Taylor get stronger through the year. Mm-hmm. But the first couple weeks, it'll be a platoon. Touches. <laughs> and then seven, I have Saquon. Uh, just because I think they're going to ease him in in the beginning. And then they have a lot of weapons now. Like, you know what I mean? They're going to have to feed the ball. And, and if they're able to sling it and Daniel Jones is completing passes without turning the ball over, we're going to see a slight step back in touches in reduction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> reduction in the production. That's a good one. Reduction in the production. We should put That's that on so a t-shirt. Fun. We should. TM. Coming soon. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And then at six, I have Chubb. Again, splitting with Hunt isn't ideal, but again, he's a horse. Mm-hmm. And he's about to sign an extension, so yeah. he's uh, he's out here. He touches. So, the top ten. Jonathan Taylor cracks that and starts that off. So, Jonathan Taylor here at ten at nine. I like it. Someone that gets a ton of touches, Austin Eckler. At eight. Yeah, I definitely had to have him higher than you, Kev. J.K. Dobbins, so um, I think he has the potential to be a top five if one of those top guys get hurt. We usually see that out of the first couple guys that get drafted every single year. At seven, Nick Chubb, and I really feel like you know you can rely on him being a top five guy too. He always is the last, the last of the top tier running backs to get drafted. But I always feel like he ends up being, you know, a more consistent draft pick. And I than- feel like he's another one of those guys where like Kareem Hunt's touch. Like- the Kareem Tigers. Hunt's reps takes away from his, like, <laughs> takes away from like his top like his top five. We're maybe, avoiding you know what I mean? the word touches. Yeah, it takes away from his from his top five. Yeah, he diddles. <laughs> At six, I really, honestly, now looking back on this list, I think I would, I would, if I redid the list, I would have Kamala lower than Chubb and J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. I really would. I think it's a different scenario. Feel like there's there's. Not as much respect there for those respective positions in Michael Thomas and Kamara. Mm-hmm. Um, with no Drew Brees in, we don't know what we're going to get with Taysom or Jameis or whatever we're getting. You know yeah. what I mean? We have no idea. And I think Sean Payton likes that, but me as someone that talks about football, I don't like it. Yeah. Five, Zeke Elliott. And I really feel like this could be Zeke's best season yet. And I also feel that way about Saquon. I feel like last year was Derrick Henry's best year. Felt like two years ago was CMC's best year. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook had a really good year last year with getting 1,500 yards. I feel like it just kind of gets shadowed by Derrick Henry's 2K. Um, we haven't seen you know, uh, a, a season like that from Saquon yet. We saw his rookie year where he played you know, a lot and he was very good. Um, but I actually have Saquon as my one. So I have Zeke at five, McCaffrey at four, Cook at three, Henry at two, and Saquon at one. And Lou, we were just talking. Henry's still getting so much disrespect, and I don't know if people value or devalue him because, you know, he's still not really, you know, a pass catcher, but he still caught the ball pretty efficiently. I know the opportunity isn't necessarily there as often as it is for a Cook or a McCaffrey, but 
I mean, 2,000 yards in any single time they get within the five, he's getting the ball. I mean, that's something that's pretty beneficial and guaranteeable to me. You know what I'm saying? So definitely something that I'm looking for. And like I said, I know Saquon at one is crazy. You guys can call it bias if you want. But I'm just trying to think out of these guys who we haven't got the best and most potential from yet. And I really feel like Saquon has that 2,000 or at least 1,000 in the 1,000 with catching in in rushing um, potential. So I feel like that's why it's fair. All right, yeah. So with five, I have Kamara. Four, I have Zeke. Three, I have Dalvin. Two, I have Henry. And one, I have McCaffrey. Uh, That's a toss-up. But, yeah, no, if if you're in a league and you have the third pick or lower and Derrick Henry is there, that that is a a legitimate great value yeah. pick. Yeah. Steal like if you pass on him for I think pretty much almost anybody. <laughs> I, I think it's a little bit of like a what are you you know what I mean? Especially yeah. if you were at the five, if you get him at the five, yeah. that's a steal. Like that's like a whoa. You know what I mean? Not so sure. I get a three in one league. If you're in another league with me, just let him fall. Just let him <laughs> fall. I'll take him. All right. So at ten, I get Josh Jacobs. Again, I feel like this is a guy that I have in my top 10 going into the season every year, and his numbers don't always necessarily show it. But I think if he can stay healthy with the addition of John Brown, baby, that offense is going to be in shape. At 9, I got JT, Jay Taylor, the Indianapolis Colt. Expect another good year out of him. At 8, I got Aaron Jones. At 7, I got Nick Chubb. Again, would have liked to have him higher, but splitting with you know, Kareem Hunt is just tough to put him higher. At 6, I got Kamara, and I feel like Kamara is going to be a big hit or miss. Like, I feel yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, I he's agree. either going to be, like, their whole offense or, like, totally irrelevant in the offense. Okay. You know what I mean? He's going to have, yeah. have a lot of touches, exactly. or he's not going to touch it all. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't touch. Uh, at, <laughs> yeah, five, at 5, I got Zeke. At 4, I got Saquon. At 3, I got Cook. At one, I got Derrick Henry, and at one, I got... You said one twice. Oh, sorry. Two, I got Derrick Henry. One, I got CMC. Okay. One A, one B. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. I mean, realistically, when it comes down to the top four or five guys, it's all just preference on what the team is built around and things like that. But guys, we got to our running back rankings, and... All that's left is our quarterback, so make sure you guys are staying tuned. Our fantasy rankings are almost done. That means football is almost here. It's exciting. Good luck with everybody in their drafts because I know it's almost that time. Make sure you leave us that five-star review on sensesandbox.net or Apple Podcasts. Go to our YouTube, like, subscribe, and put that notification bell on. And we'll see you at our pop-up event September 1st. Peace out.